top four most murderous highways and roads. We drive on them every day, but rarely do we ever pause to think about the horrors that have occurred there. We choose to stay focused on our destination, even though each one of us has traveled on a road where evil has undoubtedly happened at some point. These are the top four murderous highways and roads. Number four, Texas Killing Fields. Found a mile off Interstate 45, sitting on the borders of Galveston and Houston, is a place known ominously as the Texas Killing Fields. This uninhabited patch of land stretches on for 25 miles and is decorated with marshes, thick tangles of brush, and old abandoned oil fields. This desolate land is an ominous sight on its own. Aside from its notorious name, the roadway in the area is also called the Highway of Hell because of the enormous amount of traffic accidents and dead bodies found here. Since the 1970s, more than 30 bodies of young women and girls have been dumped around this area. Most were clearly murdered, but many cases are still unsolved and the Jane Doe's left unidentified. In June of 1971, 13-year-old Colette Wilson disappeared after being dropped off at a bus stop to attend her school's band practice. It was treated as a regular missing persons case until after five months when her body was found in what would later be known as the Killing Fields. The following month, on July 1st, 14-year-old Brenda Jones went missing after heading to Galveston General Hospital off Interstate 45. Her body was later found in Galveston Bay. Like Colette, Brenda suffered a single gunshot wound to the head. More killings would follow in the same year, and by the end of it, there were 11 murder victims in total. Most of them were teenage or adolescent girls found with their hands and feet bound and likely sexually assaulted before being shot in the head. There were no solid suspects or leads during the investigation. Because the area is large, it became a nightmare to investigate for police. Many of these places were headed by small police departments, and many didn't share notes with one another. By the 80s, the murders continued. They found the body of 12-year-old Brooks Bracewell and her friend, 14-year-old Georgia Greer. Both had gone missing after a trip to a convenience store. Another girl, Heidi Fay, who was 23, also disappeared after using a payphone at a convenience store. Her body was found when a dog unearthed her skull and carried it back home. Another death happened on September 10, 1984, that of 16-year-old Laura Miller. Laura also disappeared from a convenience store. Her body would later be found in a secluded oil field. Laura's father, Tim Miller, helped bring wide publicity to these killings. He began marking the areas where the bodies were found and also organized his own investigation. Aside from the murders, many girls have also vanished along this stretch of road. One popular case is that of 17-year-old Jessica Kane. She vanished on August 17, 1997. Her pickup truck was found abandoned on I-45, but there was no sign of the missing girl despite a massive investigation. Another case was that of 13-year-old Crystal Baker. Crystal left home angry in 1996 after she had a big fight with her grandmother. She called her mom from a convenience store, telling her what happened, but this would be the last time anyone ever heard from her. Her body would be found weeks later under the interstate bridge. She had been beaten, raped, and strangled to death. Crystal's case garnered attention since her great-aunt was none other than Marilyn Monroe. For police, the killings are incredibly frustrating. 
mostly because there's hardly any clue left for them to investigate or any leads they could clearly follow. Add to the fact the remoteness of the area, it often takes months or even years for anyone to stumble across any remains. Moreover, Texas itself leads the way in highway homicides, and the possible suspects are plenty. There's a reported 2,100 listed released convicts, many of who are sexual predators currently living in and around the area of the killing fields. The killings kept on happening until the 2000s, with the last known official dumping and killing occurring in 2012. Since then, no murders have been reported in the area, or at least no new bodies found. The majority of these cases are still unsolved. In the case of Crystal Baker, her dress was resubmitted for more modern DNA analysis, and this did yield a suspect in that of Kevin Smith. Smith later admitted to the crime and was sentenced to life in prison for Crystal's murder. But this is the only Killing Fields murder ever to be solved. Number 3. I-70 Killer Interstate 70 is a large stretch of highway that runs from Baltimore, Maryland towards Cove Fort, Utah. For many, it's used for traveling between the states, but for some, it's their playground used to hunt down victims. Starting in 1992, the highway became a gruesome spot for an unusual maniac dubbed as the I-70 Killer. During this time, he committed several murders and robberies at various specialty shops along the highway. At 26 years old, Robin Fuldauer from Indianapolis, Indiana was working as a manager at a Payless shoe store. On April 8, 1992, at around 2 p.m., she was manning the store alone when a gentleman walked in and shot her. Three days after that murder, Patricia Maggers, who was 32, and Patricia Smith, who was 23, were also killed in the back room of a small bridal shop. Maggers owned the store and normally would have closed it already, but the two were waiting for one more customer who needed to pick up something. The women allowed the killer inside the store thinking he was the customer, and shortly after they were both killed. Oddly, the actual customer did arrive and encountered the killer as well, but he didn't kill him. On April 27, 40-year-old Michael McCown was killed inside his mother's ceramics store in Terre Haute, Indiana, and he became the only male victim of the I-70 killer. Police believe the perpetrator mistook him for a woman because he often wore a ponytail and was killed from behind while on his knees stocking shelves. The following month, on May 4th, another female victim was killed in Raytown, Missouri. Sarah Blessings was inside her gift shop when the killer entered her store in broad daylight and shot her. The owner of a video store next door saw the man enter the business, heard a pop, then watched him leave. The owner then went to see Sarah to find out what happened, and that's when he found her body. A clerk from a nearby store also saw the killer as he was climbing up a hill towards I-70. During the investigation, it's believed the I-70 killer was linked to other crimes particularly two murders in Texas in 1993 and one attempted murder. The killings in Texas had the same M.O., wherein women alone in a shop were shot to death using a 22 caliber gun. Almost all the victims were petite young women with long, dark hair. There were no signs of sexual assault, and while robbery occurred in most cases, police believe that was just a secondary motive. From the eyewitness accounts, including from one victim that survived, during 1994, the I-70 killer was described as a man in his 20s or 30s. 
He was about five foot seven to five foot nine and had a tall, thin frame. He also had lazy eyelids with sandy blonde or reddish hair. If the suspect is still alive, he would be in his 40s or 50s today. Number 2. Shades of Death Road New Jersey has its share of strange stories. From the Pine Barrens to the Jersey Devil, it definitely has its mysteries. Hence, it's no surprise you would come across one of the most haunted and terrifying roads here, dubbed appropriately as Shades of Death Road. Located right in the middle of Warren County, this unassuming two-lane road runs for seven miles flanked by trees from the Jenny Jump State Forest. What's unusual about this stretch is that it was the site of several brutal murders. During the 1900s, a man was beaten up here and killed using a tire iron for several pieces of gold. Then a woman scorned killed her husband, decapitating him in the process and cutting up his body, burying it on either side of the road. Then a third confirmed murder involved a man named Bill Cummins who was murdered in cold blood. His body was then buried under a mud pile by the road. To this day, his killer has never been identified. Skeptics will say the odd name of the road is attributed to a large malaria outbreak that happened in the area. However, there are those who believe the first three murders weren't the only brutal things to have happened along this stretch of road. In fact, some argue the trees from the Jenny Jump State Forest were once used for lynchings. In addition, patches of land have been rumored to have hosted human sacrifices and black magic ceremonies by mysterious figures in hooded cloaks. Another reason for the ominous name is that many drivers who go through the stretch report seeing ghostly figures appearing from out of nowhere. Sometimes they're seen wandering across the lonely road, but then disappear mysteriously the moment they are approached. Several travelers have also reported seeing human figures walking across Ghost Lake, which runs parallel to the Shades of Death Road. It's said many Native Americans were killed by early settlers and their bodies dumped into the water. There's even an area called Cat Swamp, which was once inhabited by a pack of vicious cats. These felines killed lonely travelers who were foolish enough to find their way out to the area. Today, the Shades of Death Road continues to attract paranormal investigators who believe there's some truth to the local legends and stories. Other times, thrill-seekers drop by looking to have some unusual fun to the annoyance of the locals. Whichever the case, with so many strange stories, there's no denying something scary is definitely happening out in Jersey. Number 1. Flinders Highway Known to locals as the Highway of Death, Flinders Highway is a 482-mile road that crosses Queensland, Australia from east to west. The stretch is dotted by small outback towns and a deserted landscape. Over the years, Flinders Highway has gained notoriety for being one of the deadliest highways in the entire world. People here disappear, turn up murdered, or often run into accidents. One of the most famous cases associated with the highway is that of the unsolved murders of two young girls in the 70s. Seven-year-old Judith McKay and five-year-old Susan McKay, who were sisters, were found raped and murdered via stabbing and strangulation just off the highway. Shortly after the disappearance of them, two teenage girls, Robin Honeville Bartram and Anita Cunningham, were hitchhiking in the area in 1972 when they both disappeared. Robin's body was found after a year, buried under a railroad bridge. 
She had been raped and shot in the head. Despite an intensive search, her friend Anita has never been found, but police believe she was killed along with her friend. In 1975, 18-year-old Catherine Graham was also raped and killed in the area. She suffered several blows to the head with a rock. Three years later, in 1978, the bodies of Karen Edwards, Timothy Thompson, and Gordon Twaddle were found dead close to Mount Issa. All three suffered gunshot wounds to the head, killed execution style. Aside from the murders, there are also those that simply vanish along the highway. One famous case is the disappearance of Tony Jones. In 1982, Tony was out hitchhiking and backpacking in the area when he vanished without a trace. His last communication was on November 3, 1982, when he called his father and girlfriend, telling them he was on his way to Mount Issa. However, he never arrived, and all activity on his bank account ceased. No trace of him has ever been found. In more recent years, disappearances have also shown up, particularly close to the town of Charter Towers, right off Flinders Highway. There was the disappearance of 26-year-old Reese Kearney. He was last seen filling up his motorcycle with gas and then driving onto the highway, but was never seen again. Then in January of 2018, Jaden Thompson also disappeared. Overall, at least 12 disappearances and death have occurred off Flinders Highway, and none of them have been solved. Even though there are leads and tips, these have never panned out. Moreover, there's also the curious instance of high accident rates along this stretch of highway. Today, Flinders Highway is still commonly used by travelers and those exploring the outback. So there were the top four most murderous highways and roads. All these roads and highways are still in full use today, another road to travel on. But for those who know the full story behind them, they are an eerie reminder that sometimes you just can't predict what will happen when you head out on the open road. If you like this video, then please subscribe to our channel because every Wednesday and Saturday night we're putting out new videos for you to check out. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon.